Hello, welcome to another episode of American Dudeocracy. Mayor Dave. Mayor Dave here. Dwayne? Here, present. Yeah, we're not very good at those serious uh, intros. <laughs> no, we're not. Uh, we're all trying. Yeah, we're trying really hard. the hell with that. Welcome we back. <laughs> another episode of American Dudeocracy. In the Honey Hut, broadcasting loud and clear, smoking stogies. <laughs> honey Hut Studio. Being dudes. Yep, just being boys. It's good to see you guys, man. It's good to see ya. Good to be here. Sitting here, chilling out. Yeah, hoping to be enlightened and to enlighten somebody. Ah, enlighten. Hopefully make I you need, laugh. I need enlightened myself. Let's turn the exhaust fan off. We can enlighten our minds. Let me tell you how to enlighten. Can anybody say shrooms? <laughs> oh. Oh. Ah. Jumping, jumping right in, huh, Dave? Yeah. Let's get her. Let's get her. Dave wants to roll it up and smoke it this morning, mm-hmm. this evening, <laughs> this day. I'll be honest. I've never smoked a shroom. No, I've never done it. You should try it sometime. Yeah. yeah. Okay. You never drop some weed, man. I hear I hear it's really good. Everybody's uh, doing it, Dave. I'm That's telling right. you. Everybody's I'm doing it. stunned by the amount of people that I am finding that are. Dude. And these are like, well, I think I'm pretty normal. I'm, you know. But they're like me. I mean, sure, Dave, you're normal. We think we, Matt and I think you're normal. Yeah. Yeah. Boy, I miss the days when the fan wasn't so good and it was smoky in here. We couldn't see each other. Speaking about drugs, why are your guys' eyes rolling and you're looking at the ceiling? Oh, no reason. Weird. Yeah. Yeah. Dave's normal. Yeah. (laughs) We're not disagreeing, Dave. (laughs) No, it's, uh, yeah. That's a, I guess that's a good, great segue, Dave. Segway into drugs, the war on drugs. Mm. Oh, sorry, we're in, we're we're still under the war on terrorism. Are we still? Is the war on drugs? Did they end the war on drugs? It's you know I don't. Think I think so. they I, they relabeled it, or is it more like Afghanistan? It's going to go on forever. We in, reopened in, our borders. I know that. It's, so. it's more. Inclu- oh yeah, <laughs> you got to include include everything. Uh, I think so it's an inclusionism on the drugs. I think our our mafia is currently. A, I don't think it's a war on drugs. I think it's a war on freelance selling of drugs. They want their cut. Is probably the right way to say that. War on drugs, depending on your target audience. Yeah. Meanwhile, they take millions or billions a year from pharmaceutical companies that sell drugs i don't <laughs> isn't that money laundering i uh, weird mm-hmm. it's got to be legal if they're doing it though weird well one thing's for sure drug use is up legal illegal uh pharmaceutical and other i think drug use is probably like at an all-time high it sure well, is no so, pun intended yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's at an all-time high someone was being jabbed into people <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna force you to take two this years yeah like it or not you you gonna want you right. want drugs you want your soil like green you gotta take this shot okay <laughs> oh buddy well the illegal drug use Who's tracking that anymore? But things are legalizing now, right? Mm-hmm. Who would have thought that marijuana would have been legal 20 years ago? Every right? that's like the everybody gateway. that ever used marijuana legalized pot, man. <laughs> Come on. Come on, man. <laughs> Come on. Here. Do Here. it. <laughs> puff puff bats, man. Free free the green, man. Yeah. <laughs> so what about uh what about psychedelics though? Colorado, they just had a ballot measure. Just last year that passed. 
So therefore, it's no longer illegal to possess yeah. psychedelics. They decriminalized it. What? They didn't legalize it per se, re- like recreational use, like marijuana, but yes. they decriminalized yep. it. Now, yep. what I will say, I guess I'll kick off the conversation in the in the mushroom world is I've been I've actually watched a couple pretty interesting documentaries about mushrooms and fungi and um yeah I'm a fun guy <laughs> and uh dude from a from a treatment aspect like a medical treatment aspect of PTSD and things like depression and such um it seems to me it's a million times more effective than any pharmaceutical you can find <clears throat> um now I don't know about the recreational use stuff because personally, I've just never, I have never, never done it. Uh, you know, of course, I think they're, you know, look at like Joe Rogan is a huge supporter of that kind of stuff. I think, I don't know, man. I'm, I I feel like being a anti-government dude, I feel like the government shouldn't be able to tell us what to do. I think there are people out there that could benefit from it. And just like anything, I think there's a lot of people that will overuse it. Look at alcohol. I guess that's the parallel I'll draw is why does our society literally shove alcohol down your throat and pharmaceuticals down your throat, but then they shun other things like what makes the Why does certain things make the cut and some doesn't right. Doesn't make sense? Yeah, exactly. Yep. Like that's well, where when, I'm like, I don't trust is, any of you suckers. Yeah. When there's obvious medical benefits for both marijuana and mushrooms, right? I mean, I know the marijuana, same with, with the military folks or you know PTSD, PTSD stuff, it, it I think it does help for the marijuana too. So well, there, there's have, some benefits to both. What's what exactly is the interpretation of a, a psychedelic? What is what what scope is that? Is that just mushrooms? What what lands in that category? I think, dude, anything that uh, alters your mental state of right, like LSD. Acid, LSD, yes. I oh. think they're all kind of the same. So I think those are all psychedelics, right? It, so that measure was so LSD, acid, things like that. I no, mean. I think the measure on the ballot was specifically um, mushroom related. I don't. How was it worded? Yeah, I'll look it up while we talk, or one of us can. Um, yeah, that's a good question, Dave, because I, I don't think it was just psychedelics in general. I think it was specifically talking. Uh, mushroom spores okay. maybe something like that okay. um but yeah like so i guess man all over the place uh maybe i need a little medication um <laughs> my adhd is kicking in uh no it's uh so marijuana use i read up a little bit on marijuana use because colorado colorado was the first state in the union to legalize recreational marijuana in 2012 so 2012 um, marijuana was legalized here. And then of course, you know, the government kicked in and it took them a year to make sure they put all their regulations and tax slap happy bullshit on it. Uh, but it's been legalized here now for 11 years. Uh, and reading through some of the stats, the usage stats there, there's a couple surprises in there. One that surprised me is, um, use among adolescents is down. And use amongst adults is up. So, like, it's, I guess it's that old adage, right? Oh, it's my parents are doing it. It's not cool. 
So kids are <laughs> driven kind of a little bit away from it. But then as soon as they come of age, they're like, hey, give me some of that party time. So <clears throat> it's, <clears throat> excuse me, it's, uh, that is a bit opposite of what I thought. I thought use would be up because there would be more access, blah, blah, blah. So I guess that's a good thing about marijuana use. Now, uh, I think just like with alcohol, you can see the lines drawn between, call it recreational, responsible use and overuse or addicts, right? Uh, I think like one in four people use marijuana now one in four adults wow so luckily there's only there's only three in this room uh so (laughs) uh but yeah one in four of us one in four adults use it and one in ten use it every single day so like alcohol it's 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 almost similar like it's legal it's out there and people there's a lot of people that are just using the hell out of it uh personally i i guess I don't know, from a health standard or a health, I guess to me, alcohol is more damaging than marijuana. Mm -hmm. Uh, But I guess my question is, I'll reserve my question for later. But I guess those are some of the stats. So that was an interesting read just today. I read that uh, and Colorado has, you know, like I said, 11 years on the record of use and stats and blah, blah, blah. Now those stats are only as good as the input, right? So take all that with a grain of salt, but there seems to be very yeah. How, how do they conduct that? Do they just random call people? Uh, Mr. Dave, uh, yeah, this is such and such down at the state agency. Uh, do you use marijuana? Well, I get that <laughs> on my background check for <laughs> firearms. Do you use this, marijuana or this call? Like, this call is ow. recorded, by the way. Do you use marijuana? <laughs> wow. Yeah, one one in three after this podcast <laughs> yeah. is over use marijuana. <laughs> Statistically speaking. (laughs) Denied. (laughs) So what makes a marijuana addict? I mean, I'm kind of confused on that. Dude, it's, uh, I mean, it's. Is that every day or, I mean. uh, I I think by definition, right? If it's, so drinking, the limits on alcohol, uh, I'm assuming it's similar because alcohol is actually, it's kind of crazy, like to think back on it. they categorize a casual drinker as one or two drinks per week, not in succession. So maybe one on a Monday, one on a Wednesday. A uh, heavy drinker is three to five drinks per week. Alcohol abuse is considered one drink every day. Like that, that tier is very quick and and i know that because when i was in the military before we would deploy they'd give these big speeches and they would talk about alcohol abuse and they're like how many of you drink you know one or two drinks a week we're like (laughs) everybody's hands go up and they're like all right so how many of you drink three to four times a week most everybody's hands stay up how many drink almost one drink every day Everybody's almost everybody's hands stay up. <laughs> well, how many of you drink maybe multiple drinks a day? How many are drunk? Most of the hands are up. How many are drunk right yeah. now? 
<laughs> yeah. And then they're like, you hammer during exercises. Yeah. How many of you are pounding beer till four and then fall off for PT at four thirty? Yeah. Most I'll, of our hands are up. Anyone hung over right now? Yeah. Yeah. Most of our hands are still up. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I found out real quick. It's like, holy cow, man. Like from uh, that standard. Wow. Like most of us are alcoholics. <laughs> We're abusing no, alcohol I'm kidding. from three to five times a week. Dude, the a heavy drinker. The numbers are. Yes. Yes. And that's, Whoa. isn't that kind of crazy? That's considered heavy drinking. So I think I would assume marijuana use would be the same. So if you use marijuana, like any amount, one, I don't know what the, I guess it'd be one hit, one puff. It probably wouldn't be a whole freaking joint. That's well, crazy. That's like drinking a whole bottle of alcohol, but hmm. like one hit three times a week would be considered like moderate or, or, to heavy. Or one unit of THC, what, you yeah. know, like, like the equivalent of a shot. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. they say a shot is the same as a glass of wine. It's the same as a beer. A beer, right? Those right. all have this roughly the same amount of alcohol. Yeah. So a, what are the, the chocolate, a chocolate bar, one of those uh, edibles. Well, not the even THC. the whole bar. They're broken. Yeah, like exactly. Pieces. Exactly. Yeah. One of those little things would be considered a, a unit. Yeah, like a dose. Right? Yeah. So whatever the amount of THC is in that unit is probably what set the bar up. Yeah, which which is the same no as like one hit off of a joint would be the same as like one square of that chocolate, depending on the the grams of THC within it. I'm I'm really surprised by you guys' knowledge of this. I know a lot I'm about really it. Really impressed. I know a lot about it. Dave. I think well, something else is going on here, but keep going. I know a lot about <laughs> it. Dave. Uh, no, it's it's, but I, I don't know. You know, I think on the. It's just interesting because it's the use. Uh, you can just see where maybe overall, I guess maybe people who weren't inclined to drink are now inclined to smoke marijuana. So maybe we're adding to the habitual cycle of usage, regardless of if it's legal or not. Right there, there has to be an uptick in people's use of some sort of substance substance use has to be up right well alcohol i guess there's kind of a line in my mind anyway i could be wrong but alcohol it's poison right it attacks your liver you drink too much of it and you will die eventually right the hard heavy users they're the ones in sorry liver kidney gizzard the gizzard. Your gizzard will fail too much. I know I lost mine. <laughs> it's a good thing you have two, though, Dave. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's all I got to uh, say. Had a gizzard donor <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> last Thanksgiving. Yeah. Small hand. Yeah. Uh, gizzards are probably harder oh. to find than kidneys right now. <laughs> oh, geez. So, anyway, it attacks your organ, right? Yeah. So, alcohol. It actually has an impact on that. Marijuana, I don't know. I mean, it, smoking is bad for your lungs and all, but I don't know. Well, I've done studies that it does hit your brain pretty hard. So there's Quick. that. I think it's uh, a really, from a side effect standpoint, I think alcohol is a hundred times Agreed. worse than marijuana. Yeah, exactly. From from any. From any way you look at it, medically, physically, mentally, I think the big hang up for THC is uh, the more you use, the more you got to use. So the more, I guess, your tolerance goes up, if you will, just like with alcohol. Sure. Um, but I think 
I think the the THC or the the marijuana thing potentially uh, can connect to like depression and stuff. But again, like that's a and I think I could be wrong. That's just my thought. So I, I if you were to compare the two side by side, marijuana is <clears throat> is way less risky than alcohol. Mm-hmm. And that's what makes my brain go. Why our society pushes that shit everywhere you go. First question they ask you when you go sit down for dinner. Would you like a drink? Cold beer? Cold blah, blah, blah. Cocktail? Like, no, just water. Everywhere you look, billboards, advertisements, mm-hmm. dude, Super Bowl ads, sponsors, you name it. It's money. everywhere. Follow the money. It's well, poison. They don't, they don't offer you a hit yeah. on, a, on a joint. That's for sure. Yeah. 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 Because so, everybody would be there, Dave. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'd like uh, two hits of that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Sir, would you like a bong before your dinner? <laughs> like it'll, a bong rip? Oh, absolutely. It'll make you really <laughs> hungry. <laughs> yeah. Welcome to Bongzilla's. Now, why do we actually have to have all this stuff? Why do we have to have mushrooms and psychedelics and pot and we, really why do we need right alcohol dude that is that is a fundamentally awesome question yeah. and i've thought about that a lot why over the do last we need years. opioids why do we need all these mental health drugs we could throw prescriptions in there pharma oh my gosh well I, mean, I think you have to right yeah this is just adding to the plate is what i'm getting at right so so real quick on the the mushroom thing the colorado ballot measure the measure will allow people 21 and older to grow and share psilocybin, P-S-I-L-O-C-Y-B-I-N, I don't know how to pronounce that, mushrooms, as well as create state-regulated centers where people could make appointments to consume the fungi, fungi, with the fungi? Yeah, so mm-hmm. I think the to center thing. With, with a fungi, I think is what they meant. I think we're all yeah, fungi. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> fungi. Yeah. So you well, get to consume with a fun guy. How come there isn't fun girls in there? <laughs> e- yeah. Equality. Bigot. It's, these are fun girls, not fun guys. Sexist. How do you know it's a guy? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't. God. Because I got spores. Yeah. I suppose. Just give me a handful. Let me eat it if we're going to go down that road. Um, no, Dave, that's, dude, that's a. Uh, have asked myself that question a lot. So in the last two and a half years, well, not two and a half, well, a little. Coming up on two and a half years, been totally sober, stone sober, um, no alcohol, anything. Um, living in Colorado, even. What about marijuana? Yeah, zero, buddy. Mushrooms, zero. Psilocybin, psilocybin, psilocybin. No fun guys, no fun girls, no fun days, no fun thems. Um, no unfuns, no antifuns, no antidepressants. Pharma. No, what about no pharma? pharma? No. No, I think I've taken uh, ibuprofen twice in the last couple of years, uh, but but it it has led me down that question because I think from my perspective, like I did alcohol, alcohol was I I want to drink, have a drink, get off work, have a drink, have a drink, I'm gonna go golfing, gonna go fishing, gonna go it was have a drink, and and I think after I separated myself away from it. Like, God, why, why, why do we need those things? I, I think the short answer, and it's, you know, to hell with it, piss some people off, but oh, well, I think the short answer is we got a bunch of weak-minded people. I think everybody is trying to escape 
some sort of reality that they feel that they're a victim of. And if they just take two seconds and think about it, they're, they're only a victim of their own actions. So by partaking and medicating, self-medicating and escaping reality, dude, you're in charge of creating your reality. So why are you trying to escape your reality? And I, I think, I think that's the alarming statistic because everywhere you look, almost everybody is on something. Antidepressants. Mm -hmm. I am stunned on how many people I'm finding out are on antidepressants. And a lot of them are younger. I mean, we're talking teens and young adults. And and anxiety. Many. Yes. Yes. Anxiety and antidepressants. It's crazy. Yeah. On how many are out there. Yeah. So. With that in mind, I know that we're. Uh, I'm gonna. I'm gonna throw something else out, out at you because I saw an article on on virtual reality. So all this virtual reality is is really taking over our youth. You know, we're, we're living in this pretend world of things happening, and people pull those masks and those goggles off, and they can't cope with r- the real reality. We got to get rid of this virtual stuff because it's not even real. And we're just getting to the tip of it, Dave. Oh, I mean, it's, it's going where, to where it's gonna it, get worse. Where's the technology going to be in five, 10 years from now, mm-hmm. right? You think it's bad now? Wait With till it gets even simpler, even cooler. You don't even have to take the thing off. You can, mm-hmm. I don't even know what it's going to look like, but it's going to be different. And it's going to be easier to Big use. Big time, especially with the advancements right. of AI. Yes. So. Yep. Yeah, that's a, it, it's, it's weird, man. I think we're, I I really do think we're, we're suffering from ourselves. Like everybody, anybody and everybody, you know what I mean? It's uh, so antidepressants, Uh, pharmaceutical companies are like, oh, this, take these, this will get you, this will keep you from being depressed. Right. But so you, you take those pills and this is all from studies and things that I've read, um, when you take those things, it doesn't allow you to really feel your emotions are just kind of shut off. So then you're just literally going through the motions of life. Like, dude, there is a very healthy balance of emotions that you should, you should feel you, you should feel sad. You should feel happy. You should feel anxiety. You should feel fear. You should feel confidence but dude, the only way to feel and to learn your way through life is to actually feel these things. So if you're just numb and shit away, dude, that's that's not living. That's and and that's I think that's the weird part. Like with this world, this society of people, there's this sense that everything has to be perfect all the time. And I think that's the virtual pull, right? I go online and I get my dopamine hits from watching exactly what I want to watch all the time. And it's my own little spot and there's no one there to stop me or ruin me or turn me off or I don't have to worry about the weather or the sun or the rain or the, but dude, dude, what, like, what are you doing to yourself? Mm-hmm. Like you're one, you are so much more capable to deal with all these things than you think. Mm-hmm. Like you can look across the planet and one thing we all have in common, and I think a lot of people forget this, you look at the most successful people, whatever your idea of success is, if you're looking at success as happiness, 
Okay. And if you're looking at success as wealth, if you're looking at success as healthy, if you're looking at success as loved and family, you look at every example, no matter what your measure of success is, because that's, that's a whole different discussion, but whatever your personal measure of success is, and you look at the person that has that, they're all just people. There's no one on this planet that possesses superpowers or has super anythings. We are all humans. And, and those and, people have problems too, right? Yes. They've learned. They're probably more jacked up than most yeah. those super successful ones. But they're people just like you, just like me. Dude, there is no there is no magic wand you can wave and you just get everything you need. Like you have to learn to get through adversity to get there. So the the problem is we set people up for this hope that, hey, Take these, this medication. Oh, you're feeling down. I got a, there's a pill for that. Oh, oh, you're feeling anxious. Hey, there's a pill for that, right? Yeah. So you take this pill and what does that do to your body, right? You chemically alter, right? So now your mind doesn't put out the right chemicals that it should, right? Because, yeah. oh, I don't need to produce that I don't, dopamine or whatever. I don't care about being happy. Right. Yeah. So, so now you just messed up your whole system, yeah. right? And I, if it will recover, it probably will take a while. Right. So there's going to be some withdrawal there. Dude, and it's going to be way worse now than what it was before you started. Yeah. Dude, it's, yeah, it's, it's a cycle. It's a, I mean, if, if we look at it, uh, let's look at it from a, a physical perspective, right? Uh, because everybody on this planet feels pain. Everybody has experienced pain at some point in time. What level of pain? But if, if you're trying to become physically stronger, you have to work your muscles out. You have to break them down for your body to repair them and build them up. Your body goes, that weight was heavy. My mind tells me I want it to be easier to lift. So I'm going to, my body is going to build bigger muscles to make that easier next time. But you can't do it without doing the exercise. So one, you have to work it out. Two, you have to feel sore. You have to have pain to achieve your goal. You can take steroids. You're still going to feel sore. You're still going to have to put in the work. You just get there faster. But you, there's no bypass. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. and, and the pharmaceutical companies or drugs tell people, you don't have to do the work. We'll do it for you. And it's a lie. It's a lie. Absolutely. And people fall for it, man. You know, what's crazy is I had uh, <clears throat> several friends actually were telling me how they have started the mushroom deal. You know, people that really surprised me that they were doing this stuff. But their their thing was, uh, you know, I took a little bit. I didn't feel anything. And so I took a little bit more. Next thing I know, I'm having this weird dreams and things happening i'm seeing things all these psychedelics basically like like what the the name says it's a psychedelic mm -hmm. and a uh, matter of fact here i don't know it's probably 10 years ago i had a distant not even blood relation that was busted up on the glade park naked because he was having this experience and he got he got charged <laughs> i'm not kidding he was having uh, an not, experience yeah he was having some kind of an experience so, so was everyone else watching him with huh? god supposedly and he was you know in the spirit of some sort 
and uh, got thrown into jail, got busted for, uh, I think it was uh, indecent exposure and all kinds of different things. But, you know, uh, my, my question still is why? Why do we need to be out of our heads to have fun and, uh, you know, experience reality? It's just who do you really have to go to a, a, a party and do mushrooms, do drugs, snort cocaine, get completely plastered to have fun? Is it really that important? Well, one, one word for that, contentment. People don't have contentment. And we're exposed more and more to other people's snapshot of what their perfect life is. And we see that we want it, we don't have it, so we get depressed, <laughs> right? You're not content with what you have, so. Yeah, it's exactly that. It's chasing, chasing easy hits of dopamine and feel good. Mm -hmm. And I think that's, that's a big part of it. You know what I mean? I think the, it's, it's crazy. Like the, as soon as you step out of the cloud of taking whatever, as soon as you, you hit sobriety, at least for me, the more distance I get away from those days, the more I'm like, why would, why would I ever want to go back and waste? And I consider it a waste, a waste, waste my life in a state of not sobriety. You know what I mean? Um, life goes by too fast, man, to, to blank it out. And you know, you hear a lot of people, Oh man, life's hard. Life sucks. I'm going to get wasted. And it's, it's, it's why, you know, again, it goes back to that, that weak mindset. And and I say that because I fight the same things. I'm a human. We all do. Right. Like, it's not like we're sit here and we're like, Oh, we don't, we've never had the urge, dude. I, I've drank a lot in my life and it's, it's not what started out as one or two having fun. Then it just becomes, again, it, it went from, doing this and having some drinks with it to drinking and then doing that. And it's, it, it's like, why, what are you doing? What do you, one, what are you running from? I think that's the question. Like, what are you trying to hide from? Are you hiding from your long work week? Are you hiding from the stress of life? Are you hiding from being physically weak? Are you hiding from not hitting your goals? So you're just compounding the problem rather than doubling down on any viable solution. And I think that's where it comes back to some of the, the work that you have to put in, you know, and I think to go back to, you know, David Goggins, that mindset is triple down on your weakness. And if your weakness is drinking, put it away, just stop and just see where that takes you. Just change. Just stop. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty soon when you don't have that draw to hide or to medicaid away from it and you face those problems and you start actually working on solutions pretty soon you don't have to run from shit you're like oh it's good i i made it or i fixed it or I actually actually put in the work to make life better so like that's what i see and i see that with alcohol right because alcohol is like number one in the nation and then here comes pharmaceuticals which will actually they might be number one and then alcohol. And now you've got pot and marijuana and then you've got psychedelics and we just go down this list and we were talking about, you know, this big push to decriminalize or legalize drugs. And 
like one again my anti-government stance is i don't think the government should be able to tell us what to do if it's if it's your body and you want to do it and you're an adult and you're in control of your life dude if, if that's what you want to do do it i would encourage you not to mm-hmm. i would encourage you to live your life and and pursue your purpose mm-hmm. but but that's freedom. Yeah. That is freedom, freedom. to make good yeah. decisions and bad, but hopefully you learn from that. Right. Yeah. You know, I have a, a buddy. Actually, you guys would know him, so I'm not going to mention names, but I used to work with him in the oil field for, I don't know, since probably 08. Um, here about four or five years ago, we were uh, out in the field. We were sitting and talking and... Uh, he shared a testimony where he had met the Lord and so on and so forth, but he was basically on crack. Okay. But some of the thing, my, my takeaway from his long story is, is basically this took him down a winding road where he basically lived for it. Okay. And we can, we can do this with, Anything, I mean, it's cocaine. It could be marijuana. That's your idol, be, right? Yeah, it became, became yeah, a idol. false reality yeah. or a false idol. Yep. So the, the takeaway from that, he said, Dave, I did not have any fun doing anything unless I was on it. When I was off of it, everything was boring. It, it was like living in a black and white movie, brown, boring depressing this and that and the other but when i was on it i'd go fishing i had to i had to have it but to go fishing to have fun uh going to parties um of course i don't know how he worked but um, go to work <laughs> but it, it was tearing his family apart i mean he was spending all of his money and everything on that stuff but oh. the false reality of i couldn't do anything without it to have fun was the catching point for me because it, it meant that you're absolutely you're lost you are and people are doing the same thing with these other drugs you know your antidepressants your ups uppers your downers your whatever it is and it's like america we in our world we got to wake up we well, have to get depe- off of this stuff. we're dependent right we are you become dependent yep. that's your crutch you, you need that yeah that that's that's scary dang i hope he made it through he did doing very well i think that's the uh I mean, that is the chemical reaction that you create, I think, in your body. It's just like with alcohol. You know, the first week that you put down alcohol, or and I'll use alcohol as an example. The first week, it's like, oh, well, I'm just sitting around doing nothing. Maybe I'll have a drink. Just sitting around doing nothing is a little more fun. And it's just this constant thing. And I think it's just your mind, your weak ass, that weak ass part of your mind that's like, hey. Hey, it's more fun if you, you can have more fun. And then you forget, you know what I mean? You just get caught in that cycle. And again, I think it's it just comes down to that weak-ass mindset, man. I know that's, uh, you know, a real very caveman-ish way to say it, but don't care. Like, it's the truth. It's this hiding from reality bullshit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, again, you know, there, there's a very healthy amount. Like, I think... You take anything in your life that was sad and it's sad for a reason. It's sad because you cared about it and it either went wrong or someone went away or changed or there's a life change. So you should understand why one take the time to understand why you're sad Two, understand 
sad is okay. Like feel it. There is a, you need to feel these things and process them. That's all part of living. Like it's dude, be in touch with that. It's okay. Welcome it. You shouldn't numb. Why, why would you want to numb being sad? Like you lost a loved one, right? You loved them. You should be sad. If you're not sad, you're probably a little medicated (laughs) or not human or, you know, so again, man, it's, it's this weird hiding from reality thing. And it's, it's alarming because the, the use of things go up and up and up. And every time something else gets allowed into the spectrum of being decriminalized or legal, like overall, the usage of substance goes up some sort, whether it be alcohol, mushrooms, whatever. So that's, that's my warning. But then again, I look at pharmaceutical use, dude, we are the most, we we consume (laughs) as America, as a country, we, we are like 60% of the pharmaceutical use in the world. And our population is 350 million on a 7 billion, eight, sorry, we just eclipsed 8 billion person planet. Wow. Dude, our, our population is not that big. And we use like 60% of the world's (laughs) pharmaceuticals. 60% dude. And climbing. And climbing. To to make a point to that, what you were talking about earlier, Matt, the have you heard the ninety three SB awards with Coach Jimmy V? Oh, you oh you guys gotta watch that. that that's amazing. He North Carolina coach for a long time. He passed away shortly after he gave this this speech at the awards ceremony there, and he talked about yeah those three things. If you could only live, and he was like months to go before he's dead, right? He's stage five cancer at the time. If you could just do these things, cry every day, laugh every day and and love, like let your emotions move you, right? And that basically his deathbed. He was telling everybody, do that every day and you will be amazed, right? Definitely worth a watch. It's like a five, 10 minute clip. Yeah, man. 93 SB coach Jimmy V. Yeah, I think more of that because it's it just blows me away, man. Life goes by so fast. It does. And you've got a lot of folks that want to live in the past. You got a lot of folks that are anxious about the future. And it's like, dude, just be present. Mm -hmm. Just be present. Well, and, and, you, and don't numb yourself away. Right. And then watch out. There's little eyes looking at you. Yeah. Right? You're, you're influencing someone. Is it going to be a good influence? I don't want my kids Dave. on drugs. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Definitely stay away from the pharmaceutical train. Like I. Right. I don't know, man. I think there's a lot of health benefits to a lot of the natural things. Again, like hands down in my book, marijuana is a way safer less side effect ridden thing than alcohol. I don't know much about mushrooms. Uh, I know that just a couple of things that I've watched, there's some great treatments happening with people with PTSD and, and other um, terminal illnesses that I think are, are very beneficial for people. Uh, but those are pointed uses and chronic pain. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That's, THC. that's not an everyday. I need to be tripping balls to be happy in life. And I, I say that that way because you just don't need to be, Like you're way more capable. Like there's no reason, whatever, whatever you look at, whoever you look up to, just they're, they're human. 
they're doing it too. So you can as well. Like, dude, you can do it. I agree. So you can do it. You can do it. You can do it. Just don't be afraid of it, man. Face it. And no problem ever, ever goes away by trying to turn away from it or ignoring it. It's still there in the morning. You got to face it, man. <laughs> Start chopping the tree down. Oh. For all you tree, tree huggers out there. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Go hug the, you got to climb the tree, I guess. I don't know. Uh, go climb go, the flagpole. Go, go, hug a, <laughs> go hug a power power pole. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Climb the line and hug the power pole. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. Get your green energy. Go it, hug it. Yeah. And plug it. Yeah, hug, hug your battery hug it. your batteries there you go <laughs> so i don't know guys it's it's a weird time but you don't always have to be medicated that's right so you can have fun the old-fashioned way that's right be present live in reality yep. all right guys well with that well that was fun thanks good time fellas yeah cheers Fun guys. <laughs> <laughs> Peace out, folks. <laughs>